0: It's Friday, the 19th of March, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Australia's unemployment rate tumbles, putting pressure on governments and regulators to change their policy stances. Plus, the European Union gives the go-ahead to the AstraZeneca vaccine, saying it's safe to use. Why people hoarded cash during the pandemic and the very big downside of rising house prices. Our lead story today, the Australian unemployment rate in February fell to 5.8% from 6.3% the previous month, surprising market economists and putting more pressure on the government and the Reserve Bank to rethink policy settings. There were a whopping 89,000 new jobs during the month, about three times the level most economists expected, and they were all in full-time employment. Virtually all the jobs lost during the pandemic have returned. It was a good set of numbers for the government all round. Victoria bounced back, there were 74,000 more jobs for women, and youth unemployment fell. The government has already said it will end the $93 billion JobKeeper program at the end of this month. That will put pressure on the labour market, and the unemployment reading for April could well rise, but the February and presumably March figures will provide a much lower starting base, even if there are job losses. The most pessimistic economists in the country at the moment seem to be the ones inside Martin Place at the Reserve Bank. Earlier this week, Governor Philip Lowe insisted interest rates would remain low for another three years. But with employment figures like these, you have to wonder what he knows and the rest of us don't. In overseas news, the European Union's drug regulator has deemed the AstraZeneca COVID 19 vaccine safe and effective to use. So far, around 17 countries have halted the jab, worried about a link between it and blood clots. The World Health Organization also came out overnight calling on countries to use the jab. US Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell said it's likely rates will be on hold until at least 2023. Just like the Reserve Bank in Australia, The Fed wants to see maximum employment and inflation at 2% on a sustainable basis before shifting on rates. The New Zealand economy shrank by 1% during the December quarter, following a massive 14% expansion in the September quarter. The December result was disappointing, and some market economists are now forecasting a second recession in two years for the country. And oil prices fell sharply overnight after US stockpiles rose, and the International Energy Agency said global supplies were plentiful. Brent crude fell more than 5% to be trading at 64 dollars 36 US a barrel. Hopefully that means cheaper petrol prices. That's the news from around the globe and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. The federal government's Omnibus Industrial Relations Bill passed the Senate yesterday, but it was stripped of many meaningful reforms initially in the legislation. Provisions on wage theft, award simplification, enterprise bargaining and greenfields agreements were missing, though measures dealing with casuals were included. A frustrated Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, sounded defeated, saying he would look for other job creation measures outside IR reform. Given how much emphasis he's put on IR reform since the middle of last year, the failure to get any meaningful change will be considered a loss. Australia has posted its first quarterly fall in population since World War I, Figures from the Bureau of Statistics show the population fell by 4,200 to 25.7 million during the September 2020 quarter. Last time the population went backwards was 1916. Analysts don't expect much population growth until mid 2022. The value of banknotes in circulation rose sharply during the COVID 19 pandemic, according to the Reserve Bank. That seemed totally counter to my household's experience. We became cashless during the pandemic, worried about the virus being passed on via the currency. But apparently people started to hoard cash, hiding their money under the bed, so to speak. Why? Because dollar bills, or more likely $50 bills and $100 bills, hold their value. That's different to other asset classes such as shares. Apparently this is normal in times of recession. In last month, the value of banknotes in circulation jumped 17% to just short of $100 billion. Figures from realestate.com.au show that home sales have increased by a third over the year to date and properties are on the market for shorter time periods. It takes about 48 days to sell a property compared to 52 days a year ago. The bad news, however, is that housing affordability has deteriorated. Credit agency Moody's Investors Services – said Australian households with two income earners, on average, needed 25% of monthly income to meet mortgage payments in February, up from 23% last September. In the list of richest Australians that's been released by the Australian newspaper, it shows that mining magnate Gina Reinhardt is number one, with surging iron ore prices growing her fortune to an estimated $36 billion. Not bad. Fortescue's Andrew Forrest is number two, followed by Atlassian founders Mike Cannon-Brooks and Scott Farquhar. And at number five is Box King Anthony Pratt and his family. That's your Mentored briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.